0: And welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. We are your hosts. I'm Crystal, and I'm Bethany. First off, we want to start off by saying that we hope everyone made it through Hurricane Ida safely. Here in North Louisiana, we were pretty lucky, um, but that really wasn't the case for South Louisiana and the surrounding areas. We have a lot of friends, um, people we consider family, who are you know currently displaced have some things just wrecking their house right now. It just seems like it's just not getting any better. So keep them in your thoughts, prayers, um, whatever it is that you do, and just help when you can. There's tons of great um, people to donate to, Cajun Navy, for example. Cajun Navy. Um, Don't donate to the Red Cross. No, they suck. Never donate to the Red Cross, but um, donate to local small on the ground in the mess of it all organizations and help out where you can Mm -hmm. um moving on also don't forget that september the 12th at 8 p.m central standard time is our next twitch stream and we are going to be talking about the oklahoma octopus um you know maybe the hurricane blew an octopus up towards oklahoma um, I don't even know. It's it's the craziest of all crazy stories. Um <laughs> I just I, I just don't even know how it got started. It, there's on the map it doesn't even look I mean it does look like I don't know. It it's crazy. It's weird. Um I'll give you a hint um towards what I will be talking about. Um basically it's a octopus in lakes but these are not lakes that have been around for a long time they're man-made lakes built in the last 75 years so very random so yeah get ready it's going to be a fun ride so fun um as always hit us up on social media if you have any um questions comments ideas for episodes um Mm -hmm. On a more serious note, though, switch things up, getting right into it. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little tough. You know, we always give you those warnings when they are a little rougher than normal, but they're always rough. So, sorry, not sorry. Um, We always say we hate to discuss children, but some of these cases do need to be talked about. Um, You just need to know Basically, So you can watch for signs. You can be aware.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, if you see something happening, you will be a little bit more knowledgeable about saying something. Anyway, I'm going to pass it over to Bethany to tell us a little bit about the disheartening case of Kaylee Anthony.
1: So here you go. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like... We've had this on our list for a long time. Yeah, it's I think has a while. Since, I think since we started the podcast um, last October, I, I had this on my list just because y'all know I'm a Florida girl. This was a very big Florida case, and um, I wanted to wait, though, to do it. And I know when we talked about, I think Maddie Clifton is the last child case we did, right? i believe yes. so and i know well
0: technically the heart kids
1: were, oh yeah like, the Heart family and i don't like every time we do an episode about a child me and chris are like i promise guys it'll <sighs> be a while before well we lied <laughs> welcome back again we're liars if you haven't discovered yet we tell you you're gonna do something but then something else
0: That's like squirrel and we want to do something else
1: there's a reason though i mean it was already on our list but something happened like this past week and it just kind of like i don't know we're gonna talk about but basically this week on tiktok a lot of stuff happened involving child neglect um not murder i won't go that far there's some people that are going and just like spreading rumors and wild but if you know you know you know child neglect we're not going to go into too much detail you can do your own uh tiktok research i know i don't want to get sued i know crystal doesn't want to get sued by um naming names or well, you know but there's a lot of people out there that are making and discussing about a child um on tiktok to get views and likes and the discussion of child neglect And murder has been buzzing around, but I want to clarify, there was no murder, okay? No murder. There's just some people that really, really are desperate for TikTok likes. But literally when I saw it, I I think me and Crystal were sitting down to record an episode. Yeah, it was
0: the last episode. You asked me if I'd
1: seen it yet. Yeah, and like, I was like blown away by seeing it. And anyways, it it made my stomach sick. Like, even when I was talking to Crystal about it, my stomach just felt uneasy. And we had to go through the episode, and after it, I still like... Went to bed just thinking about it, but anyways, it was a sign that yeah, we're gonna do this week's episode. This oh, is,
0: and it happened in Florida too. It did,
1: yeah. The person we're discussing, not naming names, do your own TikTok research. It's actually happening in the same area as the case we're talking about today, and somebody has even called this person the second uh, Casey Anthony. So <laughs> that's a little that's extreme. Harsh. That's that's extreme. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm right. just saying, like Crystal said in the beginning. We like to talk about this, you know, so you can notice signs. Maybe there's a child in your life or someone's life. That way, if you see signs or stuff like this happens, maybe you do need to step in. You're not overstepping a boundary. You might be saving, you know, a child's life. But anyways, we're getting, I'm rambling. The year is 2004 and a young woman, Casey Anthony, is living life. And when I tell y'all she is living life... She is a senior in high school, but she is partying like she's a college girl. Okay. Um, But yeah, she's constantly partying. She's engaging in sexual activities with multiple partners very frequently. Which is not us judging her. No, that's not me judging her, but it's. I'm giving you a, a detail to hang on to because we'll get there. Um. She's experimenting with drugs, which, like Crystal said, nothing wrong with that if you do it safely and you're responsible. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll be honest, Florida, this isn't odd behavior. For me, it's not. I mean, when I do research like this, I'm like, oh, okay, she's a a Florida kid, okay? It's it's typical. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't happen everywhere, because it does, believe me, I know, I've lived a lot of different places, it happens everywhere, but the central... Florida is literally the central hub for partying and drugs. It's where our country gets most of its drugs flown in. But you know in, that's in. so
0: sad, considering it has Disney
1: World, the happiest place on the It does, world. and you can also get an endless supply of cocaine and meth and mm-hmm. bath salts. <laughs> it really is the Shipped in, place. flown in daily. So, yeah. It's Orlando, Florida. I mean... Happiest place on, on earth. earth? Yeah, anyways... I mean, it seems like the last couple weeks, Orlando has been very popular for us. That's what we're talking about. Um, Yeah. Lisa Nowak. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it, go listen about the astronaut that wore an adult diaper to go see her boyfriend. But um, to this day, Casey claims she was at a party the night she got pregnant. Um, That's very specific to know the exact time and day. Mm -hmm. Um, This wasn't a woman tracking her cycle and, you know, ovulation. And I add that in there because, like I said, she was sleeping with multiple partners. It's kind of hard. I felt that was odd. Yeah. I don't know. But we're getting there. Um, This was an 18-year-old teenage girl sleeping with multiple partners at a time during a house party she claims to have had only a few beers, she kind of kept changing her story up. She said she didn't drink, and then she had one beer, and then she said she had two beers, and she might have taken drugs, but she can't really remember, and that's kind of, that's concerning. That's probably when you know you're, you've done too much, or, or she had a theory that maybe something was put in her beer, so... Anyways, she ended up passing out on the couch at the party, and she believed she was possibly raped during that time, during that night, while she was passed out, um, because that is rape, um, yes. regardless how drunk or how high or whatever, if you see a woman passed out on a couch at a house party. And you have sex with her. In the middle of a party, or maybe it was after, I don't know, the whole story, either way, we're going with it, it's rape. Um, She had this conversation years later talking, I believe it was in 2010, so right now we're talking about 2004, Um, when she was talking to a psychiatrist named Jeff DeZinger while she was in prison. Uh, This was while she was waiting for her trial, but I'm kind of, I'm jumping back and forth. Um, But like I said, that was 2010, and um, we're going to jump back to 2005. So, a few months later. At this point, Casey had just turned 19. She She'd actually just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Um, she almost didn't graduate high school. She lied to her parents and said that, you know, she's going to graduate with all these kind of things. And they actually got to her graduation and they said that she was missing, like, four credits. But for some reason, they let her graduate. So Okay, yeah. so she's a pathological she's liar? A, she, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to keep going. Um, but, you know, like I said, she just graduated, she just turned 19. She's putting on a lot of weight, and she's really, really skinny, so this was easy for her parents to notice. Mm -hmm. Not always can you notice when people are pregnant. I mean, there's, what are those TV shows? I didn't know I was was pregnant pregnant or whatever, and they, like, give birth in the bathroom at Walmart or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but, yeah, they... They're, like, she's gaining weight. She's acting strange. She's not eating, like, certain things. She's acting sick all the time. And her parents are getting really concerned. And they basically straight out are, like, hey, are you pregnant? Or, like, what, are you dying? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. One or another. Let us know so we can help you. And she just straight out lies to them. And, you know, she even goes as far to say that she's a virgin. Come on, girlfriend. So, yeah. If you have the lifestyle
0: that you have, Uh, your parents know that that's not the case. Well, this
1: part kind of annoyed me because this is why I hate when people make sex. I know me and Crystal have talked about this a lot of times. When people make sex, such a taboo topic. Yeah. Because... A 19-year-old shouldn't have to lie to her parents about her sexuality. She's literally 19. She's one year over the legal age. Yeah. Regardless. Even if she was younger than 18. She's 19. She's out of high school. And she's literally lying to her parents. And even, like, saying, oh, I'm a virgin. No, I I, Anyways. She's lying about that and eventually casey couldn't hide it anymore and finally told her parents it was like she was probably like four four months at this point so almost halfway basically halfway in a way um and you know rightfully so nobody should have to go through pregnancy alone you know that's that's that would be pretty tough. Keeping that huge secret to, you know, herself is a heavy thing to carry. Especially everything that's going on. She's already having trouble. She's constantly lying. And I guess she just... She would have
0: just said something earlier. I mean, not to, it's not her fault that she got pregnant.
1: Unless it is and she's lying about it. I just get the vibe that her parents are very, but, very, very strict. Yeah. But that doesn't make excuses for anything. No. It just seems but, like her whole...
0: Unless she intentionally went out and got pregnant...
1: I don't think... I didn't get that vibe. I don't know. We don't know, though. Yeah. But... But I she's know. a pathological liar. She so does. So
0: unless she intentionally went out and got pregnant it
1: feels like the education system failed failed yeah but on august 9th 2005 a beautiful healthy baby girl entered the world and her name was kaylee anthony um close friends with casey would later testify during her trial that she actually wanted to give Uh, the baby up for adoption. No, She had looked up a bunch of things about it. She had talked to some people. She had kind of gotten into her mind that, you know, she did want to go through with pregnancy, but she wanted to give the baby up to another family. Maybe that was more capable. Yeah. And also, um, someone mentioned, this one wasn't really talked about, but I saw it, so I'm going to mention it. Um, The idea of abortion was actually brought up um, as well. But since it took her so long to kind of tell her parents and kind mm-hmm. of opened up to people, she felt like it was too late. She she felt like it was way too far in her pregnancy yeah. to terminate, which is... Which is valid. Know, yeah. And, but her parents didn't give her a choice, which literally, I... Okay, I don't understand why parents do this. But she's an adult. But yeah. They... They, told, they basically straight up told her that she wasn't allowed to do either. It was getting too late anyways for her to terminate the pregnancy. But they straight up told her, no, you're not doing that to our family. And then they're like, you can't give up our grandchild.
0: Well, they, then,
1: they basically bullied her. That's not okay. Yeah. So, Which makes me feel sad for Casey. I never thought I would feel sad for her I was a teenager when this happened when this case happened and I remember just being like how could anybody kill their baby and blah 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 when I actually like I'm an adult now like I've had kids of my own I've gone through life. I'm 27 and I actually sat down and did the research for this case Uh regardless of the outcome like when when I was at this part and I was like she was actually looking up adoption agencies Mm -hmm. and wanting to have an abortion I literally felt sad for her because her parents basically bullied her and keep being into keeping into becoming a mom that she wasn't ready to do yeah yeah what yeah anyways my emotions are valid crystal's emotions are valid i i don't like to get political on here well, But i don't think a woman's right to choose what to do with her body is political it's not really political but i know some people will like lash out if we don't say the right thing but i don't care but i think you know a woman should be able to make decisions for her own body i mean this is (laughs) from texas yeah texas um (laughs) casey didn't have a choice she literally told her parents what she wanted to do and they didn't let her so and you can't help but wonder not to place
0: blame on anyone at all obviously other than you yeah. know what yeah. we all think. How we all think this ended. Yeah. Um. But you cannot help but wonder what difference. What a difference just one decision would have made uh, if they had decided to ad-
1: give the baby up for adoption. Do you know what first popped in my head? Was that lady that that drowned her five kids? Oh God, I can't that literally that like reached out and said yeah. she had postpartum depression. Yeah. And her, her husband wouldn't let her take meds. Yeah and he wanted her to keep having babies because they were, like, mm-hmm. Catholic and didn't believe in birth control. Yeah. What is her name? But I don't know. That's the first thing that came, came to, to my mind. mind. Like, those kids might be today yeah. alive if her husband had let her get help. Yeah. Or this little girl could have been alive today adopted if she was able to be adopted. Or terminated. Or terminated. or and terminated. none of this would have even had yeah. Yeah. Any, anyways. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Anyways, it's sad and, you know... Casey was voicing all these feelings to her parents. I mean, this part, she wasn't lying. She was letting them know, Mm -hmm. I'm pregnant and this is what I want to do. And nobody listened to her, even those close friends. What about the close friends she told this? I mean, if my friend was telling me this and her parents were acting that way, I would have... Helped her do whatever she wanted. I would have too. If she wanted to go have an abortion, I would have helped. Or if ad- her doctor, or her doctor, or if she wanted to adopt, I would have been like, okay, what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to for us to get this ball rolling? you yeah. don't need to have your parents involved. She's not a minor. She can do everything on her own. But I mean, she was literally she wasn't ready to care for a small human. She could barely care for herself. She was doing drugs. She barely graduated high school. She didn't have a job. She was still living at home and depending on her parents for almost everything. Which is like, I feel like that's how her parents guilted her into it. Mm -hmm. Which is sad.
0: Maybe Uh, they even use it as like a, this is your chance to grow up. Like this is going to force you to grow up.
1: But I don't know. She was literally screaming, I can't do this. Or maybe I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this at all. Which is okay and is valid.
0: yeah. Especially if she legitimately was raped and this
1: wasn't her choice at all. I know. Which is... But we don't know because her story changes so much. And the psychiatrist that I was talking about in the interview in 2010 even deemed that she's a pathological liar and she might be a sociopath. I mean, I could see it. I I could see it. Which, if, you know, there's nothing wrong with that if you're on meds and stuff and you can't help. It's part of you you want to lie about everything but i don't know and surprisingly here is you know told this is you wouldn't even think this but during all this casey actually had a fiance oh wow they like dated for a while and they were engaged and stuff like i said she had like multiple partners and supposedly you know she was raped at the house party i'm not gonna go into too much details because I feel like his name has probably already been dragged around, and he literally has nothing to do with this case. Um, so, not important. Just know for, you know, a short period, he thought he might actually be Kaylee's dad, but they ended up doing a paternity test, and he was, in fact, not the father. So, so sad day for them because they weren't engaged. And I'm sure he was probably happy, and we're like, you know, we're having a baby. Maybe, yeah. But, yeah. So... Rightfully so. They went their separate ways because not just because a woman in your life gets pregnant do you have to stay with them. Don't feel obligated if you're a man to stay with somebody just because they're pregnant. It's not your child. If you want to, that's great for you. That's awesome. Not a lot of men step up and
0: do that. Or I'm going to be controversial and say you don't have to stay with someone just because you got someone pregnant. Exactly. It is okay to realize that you will be better co-parents if you are not together, than if you are together. So,
1: yep, agreed. But basically, this paternity test result let you know everyone know that it just confirmed she was sleeping around, or she was in fact raped at the party. Uh, but I'll ask. I did put it in my notes. But there is also another guy that might have been the father, but he died in a car crash right before Kaylee was born. Oh, that's sad. I don't know if they, like, ever, like, tried to get, like, DNA from his parents or whatever. But, you know, he was another. We'll never know. Never know, but that's still sad. We'll never know, but that's another person. So, she definitely was not faithful to her fiancé. There's this party, and then there's this person that died in the car crash. So, feel bad for him. Oh, that's
0: really, actually, just realized, you said she was born in 2005, right? Yeah, August 2005. Okay, so she was just a few days older than, younger
1: than Cannon. So, she would have turn 16 this year. Oh wow,
0: that's sad. Yeah,
1: Eli's born in two thousand and seven, yeah. so he was a year old. We'll get to the yeah. part. Yeah, you know, we'll get to the part. But yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, she got she was getting around, and that did end her relationship. And I'm sure that was really sad when that paternity uh, test came out. But mm, it is what it is. Um, and over the years, Casey had. Partying non stop, sorry, I had brain fart there. Um, over the years, she was literally being a parent didn't stop her, but I mean, like we just talked about, she honestly really did not want to be a parent. That's the sad truth. Um, but you know, she was partying non stop, she was leaving Kaylee with her parents almost all the time, or she was dropping her off with random friends or random babysitters that she found. That terrifies me as a mom. Yeah, that- but whatever. We're moving on here. Um, her ba- her parents, they kind of did like an intervention. Y'all seen that show? That's mm-hmm. a really good show. But they basically did an intervention and confronted her on Father's Day in June, which was June fifteenth, two thousand and eight. Um, so Kaylee is now she's almost three. She's just shy, but she's too much shy of turning uh, three. And they voiced her that, you know, they're kind of like, Casey, you need to get your act together. You're a mom, you know, regardless of what happened or what's going on. You've got this almost three-year-old three girl. You've got to, like, you know, get it together. You can't be going out every night and partying. She didn't have a job. She
0: mm-hmm. was basically
1: just living with her parents. And they were paying for everything. And watching Kaylee and paying for the babysitters that she supposedly going and dropping her off too but you know she's partying too much she's not spending enough time she was basically not spending any time with Kaylee at all which is really really sad to think about and leaving her with people she doesn't know that's scary and her parents basically give her, her an ultimatum: she needs to get her act together, or they're going to get full custody of Kaylee. They should have full custody of her. I, of yeah, I day. don't understand. If they wanted her, if yeah, they wanted to have the baby so bad, so bad. Why don't? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. For some odd reason, this sets her off, and she storms out of the house and takes Kaylee. Maybe she thought she was doing the best that she could. Yeah. I mean, who
0: are we to say? I mean, I'm really totally advocating yeah. this whole thing. Who are we to say that her parents were not narcissistic and just oh horrible he, people and they've molded her into the way she is and she is only acting the way that she was acting as a response to that. And she really thought that she was trying to do the best that she could, but they made her feel crappy about every single thing that
1: she did. That's a good point, yeah. I mean, yeah. And they'll talk about that a little bit in the trial when we get there, but that's a very good point. that I don't think a lot of people consider they just automatically put... I mean, Casey is to blame. Oh, yeah. She is, but people automatically are like, why why are you the way that you are? I mean, everybody's
0: molded by the you know, their environment they're raised in and they
1: are a part of, so. Yep. But Casey's parents are becoming worried. Um, it's been over a month, so like I said, they had that Father's Day little get-together mm-hmm. um, in mid-June, um, and they haven't seen their granddaughter, and they haven't really seen Casey that much either in a month. Um, during this time, Casey was supposedly staying with a friend and getting help having her daughter watched while she was at work. Supposedly, during this month, or several months, she was lying to her parents for a while, which makes no sense. Did they not notice that she didn't have any of her own money? That's weird. But supposedly, she had a job at Universal Studios. Okay. She did not. Okay. That was a lie. Anyways. Um, so, how was she paying for this apartment? Like, there's a lot of things that I wondered during this case. Anyways, um, I'll be honest, a lot of time went by without them contacting Casey or asking to see Kaylee. You know, they just had to have this granddaughter, and they go almost a month not talking to her, and they're not, like, asking for pictures. That seems or, a little toxic. Mm, yeah, anyways, I guess I feel different about this case because my mom checks on us daily she even checks on crystal like literally today she called me and was like how did crystal's hair appointment go horrible and then
0: horrible
1: and then she wanted to know about what crystal didn't like about it and what she should do about it i don't know just being a mom you know it turned out horrible (laughs) and i know not everybody has that relationship with their parents and that's okay i know it's not okay but I know everybody kind of wants it. You know, not everybody wants it, but I feel like
0: everybody at one point in time wants that kind of relationship. I'm thankful
1: for it because I've never had a father in my life. So at least I have one parent. And she checks up on me daily. And she even wants to have, like, a play-by-play on Crystal. Yeah. And I had a mom that wanted
0: to know everything, did know everything. I hated it for the longest time. Then I loved it, and now I take, now I regret all the moments that I hated it. Yeah.
1: so i feel like that's how my mom feels when, yeah. her, when her mom passed but yeah. i mean you can't go on you can only go forward but that was a weird thing when i was researching this you know they they wanted this granddaughter so bad and then they literally went a month not talking to their own daughter not talking to their granddaughter where is all this love that you're supposedly giving out i know my mom would be driving to louisiana yeah yeah but like knocking on your door, yeah. In a couple why have of days, I not, Why probably. have I not heard from you? Why have I yeah. not seen my grandbabies? I don't know. We can't judge. I really want to judge. Not Casey so much. I mean, what she did was bad, but her I have all parents, the questions for her. Family. Yeah, her parents and her family. Anyways, it's already happened. We can't go back. Um, regardless, how we feel. Y'all know how me and Crystal feel because we just talked about it. But regardless how we feel, a month later in mid-July, Casey's father, George Anthony, received a phone call about a vehicle under his name being impounded. And did he want to come pick it up? Okay. That's really weird. That is strange. Um, That's odd. Um, It was actually Casey's car that, Kay. you know, they bought and are paying her car payment and insurance on think about that this girl is kind of spoiled i feel like maybe they created yeah, a monster maybe. they probably had bad attitudes like you're saying but when you're like paying for all of your child stuff and she's an adult I now i
0: kind of feel like i'm not judging the situation but i kind of get the feeling and the vibe that this is a situation where they were narcissistic to an extent but the type that they would like guilt with things
1: probably if you do this we'll give you this Mm -hmm. or whatever or stop doing this and we'll do this you know yeah Yeah. and more
0: like the car was probably depending on how old the car was maybe the car was for um really more for kaylee so that she had a way get around probably
1: anyways george goes to pick up this car because he's like Wait, why is it here? Mm-hmm. Casey's supposed to have it. Where's Kaylee? And when he goes to the impound lot to find it and pick it up, he says it smells so bad. The worst smell he has ever oh. smelled in his entire life. And there was a bag of garbage in the back seat, and he was like, okay, it's the garbage. But he took that out and cleaned it, and you could still smell it. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and George Anthony goes so far to describe the smell as like a dead body. And that's not really that weird for him to say that. I'm sure you guys are like, how does he know what a dead body He was a police officer. Okay. He's retired now, but he, did, he was a police officer. So I'm sure he's, you know, responded to calls where they're probably aware. So he'd probably know that. So I just wanted to add that. In there, so y'all know. Um, her parents actually ended up calling. It was actually her mom that called nine one one and demanded that their daughter be arrested. That's a bit. That's a big jump. Jump, yeah. yeah. You're for. I mean, I would have been like, maybe her car was stolen, or you yeah, know or like they're something. missing or something. But immediately they jumped to that. So that was a little suspicious. Um, but yeah. And they also wanted to report that their granddaughter was missing. That's also a little strange. How do you know for sure? Anyways, immediately Casey begins making up these crazy stories like we talked about. She literally is a pathological liar. She can never just come out and say anything. So she is sending the police department to empty after empty. She has them like driving all across town, all across Orlando.
0: Okay, but like why was her car impounded?
1: They didn't really talk about it that much. They mainly talked about, like, how disgusting the car was and how it smelled. And there was stuff in the trunk. And there was a bag of trash. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of, like, found on, like, a street corner. Like, it was kind of abandoned. Like, somebody Mm -hmm. basically wanted it to be picked up. But Casey never really, like, goes in full detail. But we'll get there later on because there's a lot of stuff she does in it. And it just... Every lead that she gives them, or story, I should say, leaves them nowhere. And to me, she's honestly, she's stupid, y'all. I'm just going to say it. She's dumb. She's an idiot. Because the stories that she's telling and the lies that she's making up, she's getting caught in them. And they're not making sense. Like, if you're going to lie, make a good lie. Mm-hmm. That's my philosophy. And she takes them to this supposed apartment they had been living in. You know, this apartment that she said she was paying with her Universal Studios Mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Um, Where she had a nanny. I will let y'all know. (sighs) Nannies are expensive as hell. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that this woman that did not have a job and is paying for this apartment with I don't know what money as a nanny... Um, But the place is empty. I'm just thinking
0: about how much my best friend gets paid to be a nanny. nanny, yeah. And I'm just like, I could never afford Ford. a nanny. No,
1: I can't. Like, that's my whole salary. It's not that I don't want to pay a nanny good money. It's I can't afford it. Yeah, I can't no afford it. No job is going to pay me enough to let live. me give her enough money. Yeah. Plus live. Live. So,
0: yeah. You would be basically working to pay her. Yeah that's,
1: what it, yeah, yeah. that's what it comes down to. But anyways, the apartment was empty. Surprise, surprise. I mean, well, we were probably already assuming that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And no nanny. No nanny was found. Um, her nanny is supposedly named Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez. That's a name. Uh, who to this day never found or found any evidence that she existed. That's because <laughs> she's not a real person, y'all. She's a fictional character. <laughs> uh, Lord. And when they couldn't find anything. So, basically the jig is up. They're not finding any evidence. And all these stories that, you know, Casey is leading them to is leading nowhere. And they basically know that she's lying. And Casey starts crying and says the nanny kidnapped Kaylee, and she has no idea where she is. (laughs) Well, first off, they already know this lady's not real. So, when she tells them this, they're kind of like, oh, yeah? Wild. No, they're not, no. They've kind of basically been up on her because there's no way that this woman lived here or in the town and them not be able to find any evidence on her or anybody that knows her. That's weird. So... Anyways, she says, you know, she was kidnapped and she was afraid to tell her parents. That makes zero sense. Why would you be afraid to tell your parents that your child was kidnapped? That's the first person I would call. That's yeah. the first people would be my parents. I'd be like, Mom, Kaylee's gone. Yeah. Dad, Kaylee's gone. Her dad's a cop. Like, don't you think your dad yeah, would be able to? F- that's weird. Anyways. That's weird. Anyways, especially since they can't find any evidence of this woman or Kaylee like, anywhere in this apartment or the surrounding area. They found nothing. And finally, on July 16, 2008, they arrest Casey. Um, she was lying to the police, and they knew it. And her daughter had been missing for over a month with no report being filed. That's not that's that's not good for a parent. That's, that's not good for a parent. And she told police Kaylee was kidnapped on June 9th. Okay, y'all think back to um, dates and stuff, you know. Yeah. You remember, um, they celebrated Father's Father's Day together on June fifteenth. Mhm. And they very much saw the child alive and well. Mhm. So she's clearly lying once again. And she can't even keep track about what she's she lying even know about. She did not know what days or what. Yeah, so the police basically like were like, no, okay, your parents said that they saw her the last time on June 15th. How was she kidnapped on June 9th? So this girl cried, cried. Um, over a few days, the police um, began searching. They're like, okay, at this point, they basically were like, Casey has done something with Kaylee. So they searched the vehicle, the impounded car, and the F Anthony residents using, like, canine cadaver dogs, basically mm-hmm. dogs that are, like, taught how to find dead bodies. Okay. Or remains of a body. Mm-hmm. And they alert to the scent of a body on the property, but they couldn't find it. That's weird. That's really. Which I have a theory, maybe like when she stormed out that night, she killed her like in the driveway or something. Or threw her in the car.
0: That's disgusting.
1: How else will the dogs alert? I don't know. But it's. Anyway. She's a
0: case about the lady who like had her dead niece and nephew in the trunk of her car for like weeks. Oh, no. What?
1: Yes. What? I'll to find it for
0: you. Oh, okay.
1: It was recent. Oh, man. Annie. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. This whole time, she's unfazed, not sh- really showing emotions. The judge during her, um, not during the trial, but, like, her bond sentencing where they, mm-hmm. like, give you a bond and you can bond out or whatever before you go on trial. He takes notice of it. And, you know, he's like, you're not acting how, like, a mom should be acting right now. She's kind of smug. She was smiling. Mm. And that says a lot that the judge kind of notices yeah. it. Um yeah, she's just not acting like a young mother that has a missing daughter. She was laughing, smiling, she was talking with her attorney. I don't know. Me personally, I'd be hysterical. I'd be crying, I'd be sobbing. I don't think
0: I'd- I don't think If I was a mom and I was in this situation, enough time had passed that I don't think I would be hysterically crying. I would be numb.
1: I would be numb. I'd probably be sitting there silent. I wouldn't be laughing. I wouldn't be Uh, smiling. Nothing would make me happy. I wouldn't have cared how I look. I wouldn't wouldn't talk to anybody. But she was just like... Like any other day. Chopping it up with her attorney and smiling and laughing. And the judge was like, this is making me very uneasy. So good for that judge for noticing. Okay, let's fast forward a few months. Um... Not really months. I don't know why I put that in my notes. It's one single month. That was July. (laughs) This is August. Anyways. In August 2008, a man named Roy Crunk um, was doing his job checking meters. Basically kind of out to the side of the road. I was trying to picture it because there really wasn't, there was pictures of like the crime scene, but not really where the Roy was doing his job. But basically there was random meter poles and he was just going out and make, you know, make sure they were properly lurking, getting the numbers off of them. And he noticed something odd laying on the ground, kind of like somewhat covered by leaves And he called the police immediately and let them know he might have found a human skull. Okay. He was pretty confident. He didn't want to touch it because he was pretty smart. Shout out to Roy. He's Mm -hmm. a really great guy, actually um he didn't want to touch it and get any like fingerprints or anything or disturb it and it was a small skull a small human skull so walking back because he's a nice gentleman he actually walked back to the road to like meet the officer that's coming to look at everything and he basically lost where he was and couldn't remember exactly where he had seen the skull and he really like beat himself up about it like he felt so bad because he knew the case of like kaylee was going on he was pretty convinced like when he saw it and how small it was that it might possibly be her um but yeah anyways um they looked for over an hour and roy really didn't want to give up the one that gave up was a police officer which Mm -hmm. makes me really sad um the, the Okay, so I put this in my notes, but you can go and look up your own research if you want to call uh, the police department there a bunch of meanies. But they were really, really, really mean to Roy, and they basically said that he wasted their time, and they had more serious matters. They called him a bunch of nasty names, and he's really just a sweet man that was trying That's to sad. help. And, yeah, they were calling him an idiot and a bunch of other stuff that I can't say on the podcast. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I bet they felt pretty silly. Yeah. A bunch of silly gooses. But, anyways, I feel like they just really didn't want to look for Kaylee. I feel like this case, they did very minimum. But they missed so much evidence over and over. And they even overlooked um, that Casey had actually Googled how to suffocate someone. Oh, nice. this wasn't brought up till later like apparently whatever their tech lady was didn't like comb through all of the computer and when they had them do it a second time for the trial that's when they found it so they could have found this much sooner but she had she had googled some pretty interesting things but you know roy just couldn't let go that he had seen that school he was pretty like determined he knew what he saw he wasn't crazy he wasn't all these things that the uh the police officer called him he knew it was a child skull from the size he was pretty confident on that because it was small yeah she was only she was three so it was little i have a three-year-old right now in my house so almost four almost four um and he had a he just had this like he described it during the trial he had this strong feeling that it was kaylee yeah So he decided in December 2008, so that was in August. Now, Mm -hmm. this is December 2008. um, He was going to go find her and give the family the closure they needed. So he basically went to where he would normally go to check the meters and just, like, checked every inch around there. Um, And he said if it was Kaylee... He just wanted her to be able to have a proper burial. Yeah. How sweet that is that? Oh, uh, and he did. He found the remains of Kaylee Anthony. So, nana, nana boo boo, stick your head yeah. in doo doo to those police These officers. These cops are horrible. Um, the rest of her body was inside the trash bag. Um, just a few feet away from the main road. And for some reason, I don't know if an animal or what, they're really not sure her skull kind of had gotten displaced from the rest of the body. That's really sad to think about a three-year-old that way. But, yeah. Oh, man. How did the police miss her? Because they combed. Remember? They combed the house. And this is literally not that far from Casey's parents' house. That is weird. Supposedly, they, like, scoured and looked everywhere. And it was a few few feet away. They literally said 19 feet away from the main road, the main highway.
0: Oh, my God. Off
1: to the side of it. So that's not that far. That's barely anything. Uh, and on December 19, 2008, that's actually my brother's birthday. That's my brother's <laughs> birthday. He was one. They would finally announce to the media it was, in fact, the remains of Kaylee Anthony. So they did all the testing, and it was, yeah. in fact, her body. And there were so many different stories told at the trial for Casey, and the prosecution believed due to evidence that Casey used chloroform on Kaylee to kind of calm her, make her go to sleep, pass out, and then suffocated her by putting duct tape across her mouth, and then she put duct tape underneath her nose. That's horrid. So she couldn't breathe at all. She was knocked out, so, you know, she wouldn't really... But still, anyways anyways imagine how scary that must be for kaylee i mean three-year-old and didn't know what was going on no another story is kaylee actually drowned in the family's pool they had a nice big pool with like a deck around it in the backyard um casey's uh, this is like she drowned and then supposedly casey's father george helped her cover it up so she wouldn't go to jail (laughs) okay but why would her parents report kaylee missing This is true. Why would they... That would make them look really dumb. Yeah. I mean, kind of dumb to report someone missing and make yourself a possible suspect if you knew she was already dead. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And then, if you're going to try and cover it up for your daughter, why do you just throw her body, like, right next to the main road by your house? Wouldn't you, like, do something else with the body? I don't know. That one, anyways. Bunch of silly gooses. Um... And what about this mystery nanny taking her? Which, like I talked about, is a fictional person. And they even say that multiple times during the trial to make, I guess, Casey feel stupid. I don't know. I don't even know. But I wish I could say this ended with someone being imprisoned for the life, for the death of uh, Kaylee. But I can't because that didn't happen. I don't understand. I i don't know i'm the justice system really dropped the ball on this one because her body laid there for six months by the main road Mm -mm. a mile away from casey's parents house i wonder if
0: they drove past that spot every day
1: every day how did they not find it would you not search the entire surrounding nine times out of ten if somebody is murdered or taken from their home their body is found somewhere in the surrounding area (sighs) and they couldn't pinpoint exactly how she died like literally half of the trial was them not being able to to clearly determine how she died Like the medical, like three different medical examiners, they had the FBI come in, they had a bunch of other forensic people in, and for some reason, for this one case, how many other thousands of cases can we have, we have like one evidence, Uh and they can be like, they died this, this, and this, but for some reason, for this case, they could not 100% say how she died or who killed her. And they didn't have any DNA for Casey. They had nothing linking Casey to killing Kaylee. Because that duct tape that I talked about, they had um, no no fingerprints or anything on it. Hmm. So they couldn't link her to it. And um, all they had was the body, literally. Literally, besides the duct tape and the chloroform in her system, in the body, they had no other evidence for this case. That's insane. That's the three pieces they had. And the trial only lasted two months, which that's really short. I feel like they didn't even try to find what happened to this. I've seen smaller cases last like years. Yeah. I don't know. They, I don't know. Casey was basically just a liar. They didn't have anything, the justice system was crap. She's a pathological liar her parents suck during all this they were doing interviews and taking money for it of course and supposedly putting it into a fun a memorial fund for kaylee yeah okay anyways no witnesses nobody saw anything that's the crazy part nobody saw anything nobody saw the body being dumped or casey dropping the car off or her killing her. Nobody thought it was weird that Casey went a month and they didn't see a child with her. Yeah, you would think that would be weird. I don't know. But after just 11 hours, the juries found, found Casey Anthony not guilty of first-degree murder, along with a, a few other mm-hmm. charges. They basically found her not guilty on straight across the board, which is insane to me. But, I mean, there was no evidence. There's nothing proving that you... Anyways, and she could never be tried again. That's Because that's, crazy. what is Double that? jeopardy. Je- double jeopardy. Anyways, that's really not a long deliberation like I was just talking about. Some um, some cases go on for months just in the deliberation process. Just the jury sitting in a room deciding if they're guilty or not guilty. Mm-hmm. And it literally took them 11 hours. That's crazy. But they didn't have anything to go off of. So I can't blame the juries.
0: No, I mean, if you're, their job is to determine if the evidence proves, proves she's guilty, guilty
1: or, or not guilty because they have to be non biased. They can't be biased. They can't say,
0: in my gut, I feel like she's guilty. It's you can't biased. do
1: that. You can be removed from a jury for even thinking like that. So they had to go off the evidence and the trial, and they could not use emotions. And I'm sure some of them probably can't sleep with themselves to this day.
0: Oh, because you know some of them probably felt, felt
1: that she was but guilty. But they have to. Yeah. so yeah anyway it's hard it sucks that's how our justice system is I know me and Crystal talk about some I freaking hate plea deals I think that's the stupidest thing I talk about it often and I think double jeopardy is stupid but you know we can't blame the juries in this situation they actually did it you know not being biased so props to them and she and only ended up serving three years, but she only served those three years because that was waiting for her trial to start. So, basically, she didn't serve any time for the murder. That's just waiting for trial. Has anyone heard three from years. her recently? So, I did some research, and um, she still lives in Florida, which is brave of her, mm-hmm. brave of her. She supposedly does, like, criminal work now. And studies cases and helps people and did a little bit of P.I. help with uh, one of the investigators that worked the O.J. Simpson case. And she also enjoys doing photography. Okay. And she still to this day, she's still to this day, 2021 says she does not know what happened to her daughter.
0: Does she still think it's the nanny that doesn't exist?
1: I don't know. She doesn't. She's done like two interviews since then she did one on the 10 year anniversary and uh, which was 2018 and then she did one not too long ago which is what she, is the article i read and she says that she doesn't know but i basically basically in so many words she blamed her parents she thinks her, they did it she thinks her parents yeah and blamed her
0: i mean because she
1: supposedly says she stormed off and left kaylee She says she didn't take Kaylee with her. And when she came back, Kaylee was gone. So that's her story, is that she left Kaylee. She she goes back and forth. Like in her interview with him, it was like, I don't really know what happened to her. I entrusted that my daughter would be okay and she would be alive. So basically (sighs) in so much words, she's saying that her parents did it. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. But, yeah, she still to this day will not talk about it. She says she doesn't know how her body got out there. She doesn't know what happened to her and blah, blah, blah. And she talks about how Kaylee would be a great daughter if she was still alive today and that she goes to sleep peacefully at night because um, she didn't do anything wrong. I bet
0: she didn't go, go to sleep peacefully every night because she got away with it's murder. It's crazy,
1: yeah. And she can't be tried again for this. She literally cannot be tried again. If, even
0: if she didn't kill her herself, she's somewhat responsible. So.
1: It's your child. Since Double Jeopardy. And the trial's over. I wish she had just been like, this is what happened to Kaylee.
0: Because she can't be tried again. She can't be
1: tried, yeah. I wish she would be like, well, my parents did this Well, she that. probably
0: doesn't want to say anything because she doesn't want to be more hated than she already is.
1: Well, supposedly she has no contact with her family, which is not that surprising. And she says it's really hard for her to date. I mean, of, the, of course. Of course it is. Yeah. Come on, I need a deathbed confession. But, I mean, first thing I thought was, like, you've been tried for it. Like, why don't you just come out and And say it? it. Yeah. But, I mean, she's a pathological liar. So, I feel like even on her deathbed, she's going to lie and say she doesn't know.
0: Nah, I don't know. I think somewhere in this whole story we'll get a deathbed confession. I don't
1: know. She kept placing blame. During the trial, she kind of put blame on her dad. And then after, like, when I read those few interviews that she did, like, you know, 10-year and, like, she did one a year ago. She said that her father molested her and that her her parents killed Kaylee and made it look like she did it. How do we know
0: that her dad isn't the father?
1: I don't know. It's wild. But she won't say anything. Why don't she just do an interview and be like, this is what actually happened? I don't know, dude. She's literally one of the most hated moms in and she could America. clear her name. She could clear her name, or or she's holding this in because she really did do it. Yeah, and she does. She wants to keep it mysterious. I don't
0: even know. But yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. It's sad. Like you know, we said in the very beginning of this episode, if Kaylee had just been adopted out, or if she was allowed to terminate her pregnancy like she wanted to. None, of, none this of this would have happened. happened. This was unnecessary. Stuff like this literally makes me so angry and my blood pressure go up because this was a boy did. If she was allowed to do what she wanted with none her of this body, none would have
0: happened, in her child. A
1: none lot of, this of people don't happened. understand that. You know, it's great. Maybe they
0: thought because she was nineteen that she wasn't old enough to make this kind of decision, but yeah, she was old enough to be partying and sleeping with people and so she's allowed to make that decision
1: like she was young you know and but when you have a parent it's either you or them yeah and yeah but anyways that's all i've got unless you want to add something to it no just i think everyone
0: knows how we feel on this oh lord
1: but if you've made it this far (laughs) this is kind of a lengthy one um but we'll go ahead and end it i don't want to be too long but if you're listening while you're grocery shopping or driving to work or you're just hanging out and you like clicking us on sunday shout out to y'all y'all are the real ones Mm -hmm. but yeah that's all we have for this episode and we hope you guys have a great week bye